But right now, we're talking about Destinos. The Chicago International Latino Theater Festival is back for its second year this fall, and it's currently running until November 4th across so many theaters like Shakespeare, just down the hall, The Goodman, Victory Gardens, Teatro Vista, and so many others. The festival features cutting-edge artists and companies from Chicago, Dallas, L.A., Argentina, Colombia, Costa Rica, and more. Joining me in the studio are Christine Perez, the manager in Artists and Community Partnerships at the Chicago Latino Theater Alliance, Sarah Carranza, executive assistant, uh, also the director of Not For Sale from the Urban Theater Company, and Oscar Gonzalez, who's a cast member for El Patio, who's all the way from Abya Yala. I hope I'm saying that right. Costa Rica. Yay, welcome to the studio. Hello, Destino's in the house. Hey. I uh, uh, am excited uh, that you guys are back for a second year. Can you tell us a little bit about uh, what the the impetus for having a theater festival in a city like Chicago that focuses on the Latino diaspora? Well, Chicago has one of the largest theater communities in the world. There are uh, more than 250 theater companies in Chicago. And since Chicago has a very large Latino population, about 25% of Chicago is Latino, there's a very small percentage of those uh, that are Latino that have their own theater companies. So there's a lot of great stories, a lot of great work being put out, and we really want to showcase that. I imagine in the time between the end of the first festival and the beginning of the second festival, some lessons were learned and uh, some some new ideas sprang to life. Can you tell me a little bit about uh, what that journey was like? To be honest with you, I'm actually one of the newer members of the organization. Oh, good for you. I uh, served as a stage manager for the Victory Gardens location year one, and I was brought on as an addition um, this year. So I would say that I've learned a lot from the festival year one to year two. And I just think we're more organized. We want more shows. So we actually also included more than last year from 10 to 14 productions this year, right, Christine? Yes. Because we just need to make sure that our Latino voices are are heard and there's so many different facets of it that 10 productions just doesn't encapsulate it all (laughs) and you you, 10 seems like a lot on paper 14 seems like a lot on paper but i'm I'm sure that there's still things that in year three you'd, you'd love to be able to cover yeah, it, it's it's hard. We have a lot of great partnerships with different theaters, but we also wanted to go into the community more this year. So this year was something newer. We're actually having the theater companies that do have their own theaters present their own work. So Urban Theater, Aguijon, which is one of the oldest theater companies that have almost been around for 30 years. And they're the one theater company that presents all of their work in Spanish. And they have uh, their work subtitled in English. And they're in the Belmont Cragen area as well. Yes. Tell me about uh, the initial reaction that you got from the the creators the directors the writers the actors when you came to the community and were like we're gonna put them all on all in one uh fell swoop and let the city know that we are here uh, are you talking about the local or the, the international people uh, both local and, and and the folks who who you've brought in to to show chicago what's up around the world yeah, they're all really excited because I th- so many of them are so busy doing their own work. They're all separated. And so it's great to bring them all together. They feel like a sense of com- com- camaraderie. 
can't speak this early in the morning. <laughs> Join the club. <laughs> and so, yeah. So, and and the international and the and the national groups from other cities around the country. It's really exciting for them to be able to know what work is here. The, one of the first questions is, uh, how big is your Latino community? How many people mm-hmm. are here? And so, for them to be able to to connect with people, um, a lot of them have friends who have immigrated here. But to make that connection is really exciting because they they do see that their lives mirror each other. And um, and yeah. They really feel connected and at home, I think, when they come and here. To be very honest with you, as a Chicago born and raised Latino Latina theater artist, I never thought that this was possible. Oh. And to see it, it's just been amazing. And it gives me hope that future generations see themselves represented and that they can do this work. The representation is so important and, and not just in mass media, but in, in, in theater as well. Is this your first time in Chicago, first of all? Yes, it's the first time. Well, yes. Welcome. Thank you. I'm Thank glad you. you got to come when it's not too hot or not too cold. <laughs> I, I I wonder what the the theater scene in Costa Rica is like. Is it, You wouldn't even have to call it the Latino theater scene. It just is the theater scene. How is the theater scene? Yeah. Well, it's... Um, we have a, a the commercial, I mean, comedian scene, and we have a strong independent uh, productions. That's the strongest theater in Costa Rica. We have uh, our national uh, theater company, but the the dance companies and the theater uh, companies and a mix of that, it's the most the strongest uh, production that we have. We have a lot of mixing between um, performance artists, uh, dancers, and and actors. Yeah, so we write, we create from from scratch. That's that's what we do mostly. Yeah. I'd love to hear about a theater that just is from the ground up, where everyone involved is involved. It's not just descending on something that's already existed, mm-hmm. but you've you've made something with your your own two hands. Now both of your productions heavily feature live music. Can you tell me about the advantages? and the challenges uh, around incorporating music into a theatrical production of this scope? Well, um, for Not For Sale at least, it was really about trying to to get the essence of the Puerto Rican community here in Chicago. And one of the best ways to do that is um, Guadaliz del Carmen, the playwright, included the Bandera song. So it's, um, Que bonita bandera. And it's, it's one of the biggest prides of the Puerto Rican community. So we have that featured within our show. Um, I would actually say that El Patio has more live music than, than Not For Sale does. Do you want to talk about that? Because I would love to hear more about it, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we make the like, live music uh, because it's, it's part of the... Um, um, of the idea of the concept of, of the piece, because we are working around masculinities as a as a concept and how and how um, how does this um, how to be a man is just to change into form to form. So the music make the music uh, life uh, gives the 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 feeling that we are just trying to construct every moment what we are. So make the music in in that place, and sometimes make making mixta- uh, mistakes, or 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 just trying to do it again, or or just to loop something. It reminds us uh, what is to be, uh, what is to construct a, a gender, which is a repetition of something that you perform mm-hmm. every day. Mm-hmm. So that's uh, that's why the music was was important, and because uh, we love um, 
simple actions, performative actions, and just try to do the thing, press buttons, and just uh, um, it was great for us to 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 have this element uh, of uh, construct in the place in in the in the same in the same moment that we are playing. And I think the audience appreciates that dynamicism. It uh, allows them to feel as though they're a part of things. Yes, as, of course. As well. Yes, yes. I'm so excited about all of this. Tell me, <laughs> uh, Christine, uh, give us a, an overview of, of the programming here because it is a, in a lot of different places. Mm -hmm. Yes. So I would say the programming is probably just as diverse as the people. So that's what we really want to showcase. Like, you know, at Patio, it does uh, touch on masculinity. We have Quiero Decir Te Amo, which talks about uh, a relationship that uh, builds between two women. So it talks about intimacy between two women. We have La, La Prieta Woman, which is a play at the National Museum of Mexican Art, which talks about transgender women in Mexico. In a cabaret style too, so that's going to have music mm -hmm. as well. Very, it's all the the it's all written, directed, and performed um, by the same person. So it's yeah, it's that's going to be a great production. And so we also have a lot of uh, productions that talk about different social themes. We have Wet Documented Journey. It talks about a man's journey trying to be legal here in the states. He's lived his whole life here, but he has to have to, to go back to Guatemala and try to settle his papers to be able to come back here in the new Trump era, um, you know, everything that people have to deal with. And we have American Jornalero from Teatro Vista that talks about uh, day laborers, workers' rights. We have uh, an American Odyssey, which also, it explores race, class, and just like the human existence in the United States. It's sort of like a dark comedy. Um, sketch, sketch as well, and that's with a uh, culture clash from LA, and that's a co-presentation with the Victory Gardens. Mm -hmm. And the one that's here at Shakespeare, it's going to close the festival, is is like the Cirque du Soleil of Colombia. So it's acrobatic music, live music, dance, um, very vibrant uh, show that culture of Colombia. And what else am I missing? We've got 14 productions over seven weeks. So. <laughs> and is, it's very early in the morning for me. It so. is, but uh, folks can go to colata.org slash destinos dash main for the full program. We'll put that up on all of our social media yeah. channels as well. But uh, before I let you go, I would like to ask uh, why in 2018 is it especially important to be able to not just uh, tell the stories of Latinos in general, but of, of the different pockets of Latino culture uh, that you're you're showcasing in this festival. Yeah, I mean, Latinos are the most racially, ethnically, culturally diverse people. And so there's... Just, we come I, in all shades. Uh, yeah, and I don't think people understand how diverse we are. And there's uh, one of the big things that we also do is we have a student matinee program. And so it's really important for us to be able to have the youth be able to see themselves on stage to build a new younger audience. So also they can go into the field and, and contribute and cha change the conversation and the landscape in the theaters. Uh, so And it's something that I really like to say all the time is that it's a celebration of who we are as a people. And um, one of the directors I really admire always says with um, with specificity, there's always in, like inclusivity or um, there's understanding, there's mm -hmm. mutual connection through that. Um, so I also like to say that Latinos have been here for a very long time. We are still here and we're still going to be here. So to hear our stories, to join with us, to connect with us, it just means that we're all human beings. We're in the same world. 
And it's a tradition, a long, you know, oral storytelling is a long tradition in Latino culture. So it's just something that's carried on and audiences really want that. Uh, one, one production I did not mention, um, Ricardo Gamboa mm. also, he, you know, he's, he's very, you know, he's a big activist. He is, he has great stories that he tells, um, that are, you know, very Chicago specific. And he has a new uh, production that he's going to be performing at, uh, or putting Free on Street. at Free Street. Yeah. And it's the real life adventures of Jimmy de la Rosas. And it deals with immigration. It de- deals with youth, um, organizing and superhero powers. Yeah. So it, yeah, it's going to be great. We can't wait uh, for folks to be able to take in all of this theater. Once again, for the full program, you can go to clapa.org slash destinos dash main and uh, get your tickets, get the schedule, figure out what you're going to wear. Thank you all <laughs> you so much. follow us at Latino Theater on all the social media platforms as well. Yes. Do it. Congratulations yeah. on this uh, success. Here's to year two, year three, year seven through 18. <laughs>